The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. What up, Whiskey Ginger fans? Welcome back to the show. If this is your first time joining us, welcome to the show. Please spread the word. Tell a friend. Keep the Whisk Gins train moving. My guest this week is Theo Vaughn, the masterful magician of his mind, body, and soul. He's a wonderful dude. I, I love the way his brain works. Um, I uh, can't wait for you to see it. Also, I've got some great news. Me and Chrissy D, Chrissy Stefano, Crack Ya Open, Hyenas, Ladder 14, are doing some shows together in October. Yay! Me and Chrissy D. October 9, 10, and 11 right now. October 9th is in Butler, Pennsylvania, which is basically uh, Pittsburgh, Western Pennsylvania. October 9th. October 10th, we're in Scranton, Eastern Pennsylvania. And then October 11th, we're in Cape Cod, dude. Cape Cod, Massachusetts, bro. With Tom Brady, October 9, 10, 11, uh, Butler, Pittsburgh, Scranton, um, and then Cape Cod, my friend. So uh, go to andrewsantino.com to get those tickets. The dates are right there, andrewsantino.com, to come see me and Chrissy D live outside. Having a great time, the steamy windows tour uh, in your car. Do whatever you got to do. We just can't see it from stage. Wink, wink. Have some fun with us, October 9, 10, 11, andrewsantino.com for tickets. Uh, andrewsantino.com has the Patreon, all the other stuff. Andrew Santino store has all of our merch. Our shirts, our hats, our rocks, glasses, all that fun stuff. But go to andrewsantino.com for those tickets. October 9, 10, and 11 for me and Chrissy D, baby. Grab them tickets. Whiskey Ginger is supported by Squarespace. Squarespace lets you turn your cool idea into a brand new website. Showcase your work, blog, publish content, do whatever you got to do. I've used Squarespace before to create my website. It's uh, helpful. It's convenient. It's easy. It's very user-friendly. It also has tutorials on there to show you what you're doing. Uh, For most of us that don't know how to design websites... Uh, the normal folk, the average perp, me. Uh, you just got to uh, jump on Squarespace. They're going to help you formulate the best way to make it look beautiful, classic, cool, uh, and sleek. Uh, it doesn't look cheap at all, and they've got so many templates on there for you to choose from. Um, it's extremely helpful. They also have customer service that helps you move along the process so it makes it not difficult. You don't have to hunt for hours on how to do what you need to do. Uh, but go over to squarespace.com slash whiskey for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your website or whatever you're putting up there, use the offer code whiskey to save yourself 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace does it right to help you create the space that you need online. Squarespace.com slash whiskey. Use that promo code whiskey to save 10% off. In here, we pour whiskey, 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 whiskey. Oh, that creature in the ginger beard. Sturdy and ginger. Like vampires, the ginger gene is a curse. Gingers are beautiful. Ladies and gentlemen, my guest today is one of my favorite people on earth. I say that for all my guests, but I mean it once again today. It is my boy, Theo Vaughn. Theo's pouring himself some, uh, what is it called? Tarasul? What's the name of that? This is called Ritual Oh, Whiskey Alternative. A whiskey Alternative. Zero proof. Zero proof. I have to taste some too when you're done with it. Get the first hit. Sure, yeah? Let me get a yeah, little, 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 little snifter. We'll yeah, so you can just know what I'm going through at the same time. Wow, that's so that's interesting. Is it? It's spicy. I've never tasted it. It's a, it's like um cheers, dog. It's like cheers, spicy. Thank you for having it's me. like spicy. Uh it's interesting to have zero proof alcohol. I've never tasted it. 
It's what that's kind of weird, right? Hemp leaves, green peppercorn, prickly ash, and toasted spices. Wow. Now American look, oak. Now let, let me ask you this something. Mm-hmm. Question. Yeah. If you didn't know, yeah. If you didn't know that this didn't have any liqueur in it or liquor, what I could I tell? Yeah. Yeah. I don't believe you. Yeah, bro, I could. That that had there's something missing in it. Like it's good. The flavor is kind of good. Madagascar vanilla. That's what it says on there. That's good. It's just something's missing, but it, the spicy is there. Oh, it tastes like they beat it with an oak tree at the end. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> it does, huh? Mm. I like your. Uh, is this wait? Is this fashion or function? The scarf. This is a mix of both. Because a lot of times I'm realizing that I don't have the mask. You know? I forget them all the time, bro. So I so now I keep them in my car. So I keep two in each of our cars. Mm-hmm. I keep them at the house oh, in, yeah. by the front door. And then um, then I have we have some at the office here because I forget them all the time. Yeah. I can't. It's, it's, um, I can't. I just don't think about it half of the time. So About what? About grabbing about a mask. Yeah. I just I, f- I feel bad. And then I'm like. Well, someone's going to be pissed off at me if I don't wear the liquor store. The guy around the corner, the liquor store guy, I forgot it one time. And he was like, it's okay. I don't care. Come in. Doesn't matter. Yeah. And I, I did one of these. He's things. back there making a bomb. He He's like, we got, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm not. He's like, Nobody's... I'm about to blow up this whole block in 45 <laughs> minutes. Fine. Don't yeah. worry about it. <laughs> he, wants, he didn't give a shit. So what, you use this for the mask too? Yep. I'll use it for the mask. And then it also has a little bit of a fashion function. I feel like yeah. it's a little bit of like a... You know, I don't want to do like the neck. I don't really feel like a like a nice necklace. I had a nice neck piece, but I don't know what happened to it. And then, um, and then also, uh, the mask. You know, my issue with the mask, Andrew, is that they don't. There's no. They should say this is the mask we're all wearing. I agree because everyone's got a different thing. Like, there's like, no way that this is help. This no, thing. that's not all the same standard, right? That's like saying, uh, uh, that's like, that's like, uh, Keds aren't the same as Jordans. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like you can't play, you can't hoop in Keds. You can, but it's not going to fucking work. Yeah. But with the mask thing, it's kind of like, well, I think I have the one that works, but I don't know. Yeah. Some people have on the carpentry one. People mm-hmm. have the asbestos one. The do- the real doctor one, the N95. Yeah. That's like the real thing. But then. You got I people see people getting pulled into surgery that don't that work at a SPC that work, just at, walk a, past that work at a humane society. Sir, yeah. we need you now. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm just I'm going to work. I'm going to known as empanadas. Yeah, I'm here for drywall. <laughs> Next thing you know, that guy's in there spackling somebody's kidneys shut. <laughs> yeah. But it's crazy. There's how is there if it's if it's if it's a I understand that we're doing it and we're it's become like a handshake. It's become like a a way to show people, okay. I'm supporting you. You're supporting me. Yeah. I understand that. I might not always agree with it, but I understand that. Sure. But there should be a mask that, okay, this is an effective mask. Well, they should. Yeah. They just said, they just said anything. Yeah. How? That's not a real thing. No, I know. There's people wearing, uh, a lot of, you'll see like at the grocery store, you'll see a lot of the, um, Raggedy and Matt, you know, a lot of the Halloween, Halloween shit. You know? shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, especially yeah. if you get over into the, ca- uh, the, uh, cantina or what is it called? Mexican areas. Right? Yeah. 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 The, uh, the, the, uh, uh, barrios. Yeah. The barrios. Barrios. Oh, it's fucking El Dia de los Muertos. I know, there. bro. They're thinking Everybody, it's another holiday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. <laughs> it's a bunch of little, I know. you know, thick I w- brown I heroes wearing there. scream helmets, you know? <laughs> it's just like, it's- I saw two little fat kids <laughs> <laughs> look like a fucking. 
<laughs> I saw two little fat kids uh, with uh, fucking football helmets on. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. And in the body, it was just a whole different story. I bought, yeah. I went down to East LA uh, to go get some tacos and it's chaos. Now, they're selling chiclets in the street again. It's oh, old wow. school. They're throwing it back old school. And uh, now it, it's, uh, they're still, they're setting off fireworks like it's, they're still thinking it's the fourth. Oh, yeah. They're like, America, bro. Yeah. It's August, man. <laughs> they're, they're cracking them off. I love it. They don't stop. East LA doesn't stop. And they shouldn't stop. No, why would they? And they why shouldn't. would they? It, if, always, it always smells like laundry, too, in, in Mexican neighborhoods. Do you oh, ever notice beautiful. that? It always smells clean. There's like a, it always smells like a laundromat for some reason. You got brand new shoes on, by the way? You got some clean Adidas. Yeah, these are in honor of my buddy Billy Conforto, who's a friend of mine that passed away. Oh, rest in peace. Uh, yeah, his birthday just passed. And so I, every year I'll get myself a pair of these around his birthday and wear them for, you know, a couple months, kind of. How'd he die? He uh, drove into a, like an embankment, kind of like a cement structure, you know? Good God. Was he, he drunk? Was high. Was he, oh, he was high? Well, he was semi-high. He was on, let me see, he was on pills. I think he was on like uppers and downers. Somewhere and in between. It, yeah. And he just, he had a long run, man. He'd been running from, just running from all of it forever, dude. He's the first person that taught me how to throw a Frisbee. He was there when when Princess Diana died. He told me who Princess Diana was. And uh, he was probably one of the top, you know, I don't want to say He's one of the top, probably homosexual prize fighters, boxers in America. Top gay fighter in America. I would say, I I would say there was probably a six week period where he was. That's what he was. Was he married? Did he have a husband? Nope. This, no, this is before people were doing that. Yeah, before it was allowed. Yeah, before it was like super popular. Yeah, it became kind of a fad, huh? Getting married. If well, it kind of was something for the rich when you think about it. Yeah. Like, poor gay guys weren't getting married. No, no. You know what I'm saying? And it yeah. wasn't, but rich gay guys, they, they seem to like, you know, it's just another way the rich are always showing off. I feel like, but remember that how rich gay men were the thing? Yeah. That was like the, yeah. Getting married was like an accessory. If you were a rich gay guy, it was yeah. like a brand new Beamer, you know, it was mm-hmm. like a new fancy car was that was the hot thing to do. Uh, I called you, you called me and I called you back. You were out in Nashville, uh, looking for spots. How was it? Oh, it's awesome, man. Do you love it? I love it. I man. was watching you on the gram. You look like you were having so much fun, man. It's beautiful out there, man. Were you did you go out fishing? Did you guys go fishing? Oh, uh, no, we didn't go fishing. But no. it was just too hot. Yeah. You have yeah, to get yeah. out there at like, like almost like one AM to really even have a chance, but because it was just so hot. But what'd you get into in Nashville? What did I get into when driving around, man? You get outside of the city. Yeah. I mean, you could be like nine minutes outside of the dead center of downtown. Mm-hmm. And you're in like a s- amazing area. Well, it's beautiful. The, the the suburban Nashville is really, really beautiful, oh, man. There's so great. much land. There's so much beautiful land. And every home was just nice. And yeah, the energy was just good, man. I had a good yeah. time. So found a spot that could be a studio there. So thinking about be- doing the bi-coastal for a while. So so you would go to Nashville and do do the show half of the year from Nashville and half the year from here? Or how do you yep. want to do it? Yeah. Yeah. Just keep the studio here, keep my apartment here and then just be there for probably about like 60% of the month, you know? And then would you st- just do your show? Would you do the one with Brendan Sklab? Would you do that one too or no? I would do that one. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that one would go forever. I mean, my, you know, my own one yeah, will you're be gonna one that I'm forever. always going to do. But uh, yeah, for now we'll keep doing King of the Sing. It's just when I come back, we'll do, you know, we'll record two episodes. Yeah. Or um, 
Yeah. He's a snake charmer now, that guy. I mean... Is he sponsored by bicycles? It's it's like the, I can't not see a bike post. But, and Segura's now into bikes. Now it's like a crossover thing. It's you don't all, you don't bike, do you? Well, it's just one thing to the next. Oh, I'm gonna sell you coffee. I'm gonna sell you neckwear. Right. You know. I'm gonna sell you. Uh, He's like a traveling salesman. Yeah, CBD oil, dude. <laughs> remember, I remember when Brendan told me that he, him and his buddies found a CBD mine somewhere, and I was yeah. like, what? Underground CBD what? oil, bro. It's plentiful. It's just pouring out. Estonia. Oh, like, look, bro. That's not the angle you want to take if you're gonna try to sell this thing. Okay. <laughs> He's unbelievable though. He can sell ice to Eskimos. He's he's so good at finding stuff. You oh. know how many people buy thick boy gear? It's an, it's insane. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a, so many. My dad has a thick guy, thick boy shirt. My dad's like, we're starting a bike. We just want to get out and just just we want to be thick boys, <laughs> trying to find snakes in Chicago. <laughs> this dude, yo. So I'm happy. But you oh, sounded crazy, you sounded man. you sounded so happy on the phone. I want to say this as a friend. It made me smile on my end of the phone. It's been a long time since I've smiled because of the pandy over the phone with somebody. But you were so excited to be in Nashville and soaking it up and living a good life. And I could feel I could feel the energy through the phone even that you were excited. It made me excited. I was like, wow, that's great, man. I was happy for you. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, it feels kind of exciting. It just feels like an adventure. Yeah. I feel like I'm just wanting something to be ex- like more to be excited about. Yeah, something new, right? I think so. A change of pace. Yeah, just a change of pace. Like, you know, it kind of sk- definitely scares me a little bit. Um, you know, I start think I start feeling less creative here. I feel like sometimes the creativity that Los Angeles thinks it has, it doesn't really have. I agree. And I feel like it's starting to become almost too evident to my instincts. Like, yeah, it just I don't know if it spurns the best me out of me sometimes to just be, you know, set here. And I don't know when stand up is going to come back. You know, like, it, I mean, there's people saying it could be 2022 before you can go and do. That's like, that's likely, unfortunately. I feel like, I mean, there's show, people are doing shows now on rooftops. I got invited to go do a rooftop show on a parking garage. The improvs are renting out parking garage rooftops in malls yeah. near the improvs. And, uh, yeah, I, I, two, I, you get up there. Yeah. There's two guys trying to take their own life. Like, hey guys, can you uh, <laughs> you hurry it up? I'm gonna jump. Yeah. Like, well, don't listen to this comedy show. Then you're definitely gonna fucking jump. <laughs> no, but I saw a video. People were honking their horns, and I texted Burr last yeah. night because Burr did one at um, the Magic Castle. You ever been to Ma- you know that the Magic oh, Castle has did? a show? Yeah, he did two nights in a row in and, L.A. Yeah, but I don't think he. I don't think they announced it. Do you know what I mean? I think mm-hmm. he he like uh, popped in on them. Which, because I, I think if they announced it, it would have been people would have you know it would have been a whole thing. But people bought tickets to go to an outdoor comedy show. They're not knowing the lineup, to my knowledge. And Bill te- texted me this morning, and I said, "How was it?" And then he didn't answer. And then this morning he goes, "Honestly, dude, he's like, I, I was so excited. He's like, I had so much fun. Wow. He's like, you got to get. He's like, just go try it. I said, maybe it, because of him, I was like, maybe I'll go at least give it a whirl." Because this one seemed like they had it organized right. Like they had everything set up the right way, you know, and he said you could hear people and shit that it was, you know, mm-hmm. I was like, that's important. I, I, to, if it's done the correct way, I'm afraid of going to do one and it's, you know, you can't hear anybody. They're barely there. Somebody said that someone, uh, uh, you know how you walk a room. Mm-hmm. Someone said that, uh, at one of those shows, people started leaving. Like he, they drove, you drove Whoa. all, he drove the room out. God, really? <laughs> the car started taking off. Imagine you turn off your lights so they don't see you creeping out. 
No, I don't. The vibe of it's so weird. I, I like, but down in Nashville, in Tennessee, they're doing shows. And the comedian's like, oh, look at this guy going to take a dump at home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's going to get his brakes checked. Where are you going, bud? <laughs> his car's got one. Doot, doot, doot. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got to go. My kids. Wasn't that the worst thing in the middle of a show when someone got up in the middle of a show and mm. they're like, we got, we have to go. We got to go. Well, we I don't understand go. why people always give those people a hard time. They're leaving. They got to go. Yeah. Don't leave them alone. <laughs> yeah, They've got to leave. Yeah. I, they're not doing it because they don't like you. They're leaving because they got to go home. Did you see uh, Big Jay Okerson got attacked? He got thrown off stage. Was that real? Yeah. Looked like it. Unless it was some publicity stunt by Joe Biden. You know? Kamala. Kamala's going out. She's like, throw him off stage. That's wild. Dude, I, I thought for a second it was a bit that they were running because you know they've been running this like Big J versus, um, uh, 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 what is it? It's a competition to see who's going to be president of Legion of Skanks or some something phony like that. And I was like, oh, this must be a thing that they're up to, Louis J. Gomez and them. But I guess not. I, I didn't. He lit you know. him pretty. He hit. He, he hit Did him pretty the dude good. Hit him in the face. Did he? No, punch he him? charged him and knocked him off a stool. Right. I couldn't from the video. It just looked like he. It looked like the you dude know? jumped up there and it looked like they they tried to scuffle. And then he fell forward. Did he if, get hurt? I don't. If, I don't know. He's if he came th- out of the closet, it would be a hate crime. I think he should come out. He's got those leather gloves. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's got all those piercings. Well, dude, look. I mean, it's like, but he, yeah, it, that's the thing. It's like sometimes you got to play the law to your advantage these days. You yeah, know? you got. Yeah, you might have to say you're gay just to oh. save yourself. Yeah. Who cares? He does have a few of those characters. I mean, he's got that chain wallet. That yeah. chain wallet is retro, retro is baby. Yeah, that's retro, man. Do you have a chain wallet when you were in high school? Mm-mm. No, same. Oh, wasn't that sad? Yeah, Mm-mm. I had two dads. I didn't need a chain wallet. I had a stepdad and a real dad. Yeah, the chain wallet is for people that never stepdad. <laughs> yeah, no stepdad. You got a I chain feel wallet. Like. No, I just never under. I never understood. I know where my wallet is. I don't need to be remind. I don't need like a tracer to find out where it is. But they're but, attacking. Do you think people attacked him because they're upset or just? What I heard through the grapevine was he made fun of someone in the crew that they were with. Mm-hmm. They l- were leaving, and you know what happens when the crowd gets behind the comic when they're leaving. They're like, "Get out!" Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, dude. And the, people and- saying the N word. It's not even a black guy. <laughs> It's a little Chinese little guy. Chinese dude. Yeah. But they just reel it up, reel it up. And I guess one of the guys in the crew was tanked enough and, and fed up with people yelling. And played, yeah. And ran up on stage and, and tried to be tough guy. But the weird thing was, I was told mm-hmm. that the dude didn't didn't try. He His intention wasn't to like hurt him because they didn't start swinging or anything. He went up there thinking maybe it was, I think he thought it was going to, he was going to be, it was going to be funny and like ta- hug him or tackle him or whatever, joking around. That's what it. That's what it felt like when I saw it, but I didn't. I don't know all the details. We got to call one of but those. The East video Coast looked dudes. like he ran and just knocked him off of that stool. Kind right, kind of, but it looks like he's getting up because he knows he's there, and it looks like the dude almost goes to like grab him instead of push him. But either way, I mean, he knocked him pretty far. He'll be fine though. He's got a lot of padding. He'll I've never fine. hugged somebody for distance. You know what I'm saying? You like, never jumped and hugged. You never I mean, did. You never did a tackle hug. <laughs> oh, if that dude was hugging him, then he is the ultimate hugger. Mm-hmm. There's nobody, nobody has hugged. Like, I'm gonna go, but I'm gonna give you a hug. <laughs> Jumps and tries to squeeze him as hard as he can. Nobody hugs with as much power as that guy. Both of his parents are probably in wheelchairs because of him. <laughs> he broke their backs. <laughs> 
I saw that. I couldn't believe it, man. I really, I really, I thought it was, I thought it was a bit at first because with those oh. guys, you never know. They slap box in the streets. They do, they do all sorts of oh, stuff. Oh yeah, like they're that. ruffians, man. They're really, they're the modern day newsies almost. If you remember the newsies from yeah. that movie, newsies. Yeah, they're the newsies boys. Yeah, they're like paper. They're like paper boys. They're street, 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 uh, street runners. They're one of a kind, man. Um, hey, let me ask you a question. Yeah, if it's about Brendan, it's not. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> That's the answer. <laughs> This, People are always this, like, dude, Brendan. I'm no, like, no, no. I don't want to know about Brendan. I don't know. You know I don't want to know about you know? Brendan. What, I, what, I, what am I going to ask you? What his shoe size is? I, I know. What do I need to know about the guy? No, I don't know. He's a um, he's a mystery. This uh, this this bottle of fake booze. Mm-hmm. You when when you were drinking when we did meet, mm-hmm. you weren't a whiskey guy though. No, no, right? What was your choice when you were drinking? My favorite drink, probably cocaine. I think that was your favorite. Like, I mean, and here's the thing. I wasn't getting real crazy. I didn't like to drink. I didn't like to go in and pee all the time. But I saw you a few times. We would get liquored up a few times, but it wasn't often. No, it wasn't like Brent Morin. Who? Brent Morin from the comedy? I don't know. Oh. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he loves the sauce. He drinks. Yeah, he loves a drink. He I mean, loves and he's drink. good at it. The, he's one of the best. Yeah. He ranked. Last yeah. year he ranked. I can't drink like that. Right. Do you, well, but. Like, it's not like, like some guys are, Justin Martindale can drink, you know? He's, yeah, he's good at it too. He's I pro. can't drink. I, I just, I can do it, but yeah, you have to go pee. I, I don't like having to go pee all the time. I don't like that, like, uh, I got to go pee. Is somebody going to take my seat while I'm gone? Disoriented. You don't like the loss of balance and that kind of sloppiness. You don't like to be sloppy. That's your I don't, thing. I like to be a little bit more in control. Yes, I, I see. You're not a, I, you're like, you're you're a controlled drug person. If you do drugs and if you get intoxicated, you want to make sure you know exactly what you're doing when you're functioning. Yeah, yeah, it got too. Ri- yeah, something would just get too risque. But yeah, so I just like to get cocaine, and I would just go do it at home. You know. Do you remember the first time you did cocaine? Oh yeah, dude. I remember I was in Tucson, Arizona, and I walk in to this place. This guy Dennis was working with me, and he was a bus boy. Were you also. a bus boy too? Oh yeah. Where was it? Uh, Tucson, Arizona, City Grill restaurant. City Grill. Why does every uh, busboys love Coke? When yeah. I was a busboy, it was always, Coke was always a thing. Because man, it just helped you get that extra table or two, right? You know, it helped right. you get to that extra bread. You're gonna get a bonus if you get twenty four, twenty six, twenty eight. You were good to go. What well, just helped you get that that last? You know, you get two extra water glasses filled in a minute. Mm-hmm. It helped you get that extra mile. It helped you. You know, you carry a pitcher in each arm and then balance a pitcher on one of your. You know, when you're. On your on your clavicle there, yeah, upper rear clavicle. Did you ever did you ever eat any of the food that was left over? Yeah, 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 I did. <laughs> what do you mean? Dude? I worked at Outback I was Steakhouse. That's all employed. I did. That's all I did was eat steak. Ooh, that's good. All all the time, and people are like, "Ew, that's gross." All I did was whatever they didn't finish, I would cut where they were eating mm-hmm. and then take the piece that they were. Yeah, that was the easiest. They were like, oh, definitely. It's like he never got anywhere near that side. Dude, of the it's steak. like dances with wolves, man. You know, it's like. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta finish what's out there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like we get to the place. Sometimes I feel like people get to the place where they finish what they want. But yeah, when I used to work at a restaurant, we, we finished what's out there. I used to wash dishes with this dude, this black guy, and he was—I don't know if he was a—he was like a—he wasn't a guy, but he was like a young guy, like a young man, like me, probably fifteen or something. And he and I would make uh, dueling sandwiches. So when the plates came back with the different. It was at like a place had wine and cheese, so fancy items. Oh, nice! So we get a nice cheese, a Gruyere, or a, um, you know, a Swiss or what, something. Mortadella. Yeah, 
mozzarella, yeah. bro. We put it on there, <laughs> stack it up, get little pieces of meat that came off of somebody's this, a little bit of fig jam. Yeah. Know, fucking little, they, you know, somebody leave some flowers for a graduation. We fucking pull a baby's breath out of them bitches and chop <laughs> it up on there. You know, the goal was just to whoever yeah. can make the finest sandwich. Yeah. And then we would split them and give each other half. And who made the better sandwich? It was a competition, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, me and his boy Dolce, Sugar, his name meant Sugar in Spanish, but they call him Dolce. And um, and we would eat the sandwich and just kind of decide who was, who's was better. Did you? And how often did you win? I think probably, I mean, I think both of them was probably shit. You know, we were at the age where it didn't matter. You know, <laughs> yeah. like you'd eat something that's garbage, you know. Right. As long as you had a cigarette after, it didn't matter. It was more about right. that cigarette. God, that cigarette post meal. When I was smoking, that was my favorite uh, thing on earth. Didn't it taste so good? Dude, I used to leave City Grill in Tucson, Arizona. Dude, I'd get in the car, bro. I'd put in Abbey Road. I had a cassette tape, dude. Yeah. I had a cassette tape, bro, and I'd put that in. And somebody stole my passenger seat out of my car, dude, and I didn't give a Checked fuck, Checked the whole bro. seat. Yeah. You had and a race I, car at that point then. Yeah, it was just like if you got in the front, you had to sit in the back. You know, it was like that. <laughs> and I would just put that in. And uh, one song and a cigarette, I could time it where it would last me until exactly I pulled it in my mom's driveway. Damn. Pretty good. Didn't that feel good? God, it felt good, man. What was your cigarette of choice? Mm, usually a Winston or a Doral. A Winston? What are you, my father? That's insane. That's what my dad smoked. I mean, hey. Winston's and his brother smoked unfiltered Paul Malls. Ooh, ooh. That's a that's a veteran of war. Oh yeah. Like you have it's almost like you have to go to Nam to smoke Paul Mall. They check you at the store. Oh, yeah, like yeah. you go to Nam? He's like, Yeah, like, okay, you can have the unfiltered. But my uncle used to smoke non filtered. They show you a Malls. picture of like a uh Vietnamese guy if you cringe a little. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, yeah, you're yeah, good. Yeah. You're yegging. You're yegging. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he did. He would smoke. And you know what's so funny is my whole life as a, as a kid, I kind of just thought, you know, before you knew what like unfiltered or filtered cigarettes were. Oh, yeah. He would pick tobacco out of his teeth all day. Did he really? Because he would smoke a hundred of them. I mean, he'd smoke, chain, smoke them. Your uncle? Yeah. And he always had tobacco in his teeth. And was he a handsome guy? He was a handsome dude. Was he, he better looking than your dad? He's still alive. They were kind of the same. Both tall guys, 6'2", six, 6'3". Six, wow. Ball players. Bit in good shape. Yeah, big guys. The only reason I have height, um, the only reason I'm six one is because of my dad. My mom is like five. Who had better, who had, who was better with women? You think your father or uh, my dad? Your uncle. Really? Yeah. My dad by far. I always said my father has more, more, more ex-wives than black guys have shoes. He, this dude, he could, he was, he's so good with like, he just had such a charm about him. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't even think it's never a handsome thing. It's just, if you're charming enough. He and he, just, uh, he passed away. No, he's alive. Oh, okay. He's out there, but he's not yeah, charming great, women man. anymore. That's great. You know? He's not charming women anymore. Really? How old is he now? 60s. 60? Late 60s? Wow. He's still yeah. pretty young. Young guy. Yeah. He's just not charming. You know, I think once you do it, after you've done it, you're done. Do you know what I mean? He's but is he married now or no? No. He's done. Does he live alone? Three ex-wives. Done. No. Yeah, he's done. He settled down. Now he just likes to hang out. He's, and what does he, he do? He doesn't work for Xerox, does he? He works for Canon. Does he really? Yeah, the oh, comp wow. the competitor of Xerox. Yeah, because my friend Scott's dad works for Xerox. And no, he works. He works his own. He's a contractor. He does his own thing. He used to take me. He used to take me to the south and the west side of Chicago. You go to all black neighborhoods. That was the only neighborhoods he liked to work at wow. and do contract work. He loved it because it, he was the only white dude that could go there, and and they could trust his ass because he had already worked with other people in the neighborhood because he knew people in the neighborhood. Oh wow, Richie. Get your ass over here, Richie. <laughs> I swear to God, we caught Paul the car. I'd be like seven years old. I'd be like, bring that little redhead boy with you, Richie. Who that? 
and we go over there and he dude he could he was a chameleon the way he could do that i mean he could go he could go to a polish dude's house a black dude's house an old asian woman's house and he could convince them all of the job that he was going to get done and they'd all buy into it man he was really good at that that's the thing that people don't talk about. It there's a racial barrier. People that trust who's going to work for them. Mm-hmm. But my dad was he was so good at that. He could he was good, man. He just he just learned how to understand people, mm-hmm. and that's where I think we I get it from. Like, where do you get your people skills from? How do you how are you so good with? I with, don't know. I mean, yeah, my dad loved working around black men and black women. They really liked him. I think he I just was a people. He was person, a people people person, and that's how you get it, right? I think so. Probably you could. Yeah, talk my to dad anybody. used to go to the credit. My dad used to go to. You know, he was a man that did credit cards. Uh, what do you mean? Did like credit cardery. Like, um, you know, fraud, if you go, like fraud? No. What no, do you mean? Sold no. credit cards? Oh, uh, yes. Basically, yeah. if you go to a, uh, you ever been at a college or something and there's somebody bothering you? Yes. You're walking to a student union or yes. the airport? Yes. Like, come over here, sign up, get this Frisbee. Get, you know, they yeah. throw out a Frisbee and hit you in the back, you yeah, know? Yeah. I do want a Frisbee. Yeah. And you're like, oh, 10,000 points. Yeah. 10,000. Oh, wow. Yeah. Come over and sign it up. So that my dad had that job, right? This is when that job first came out. Yeah, brand new. So he'd take me over with them to the uh, different universities over there. Southeastern University in uh, Hammond, Louisiana. And we'd drive over there and and I'd get up on the table and do the little deal, you know, shake the pamphlet, you know. You're cute little kids. Some, they, they, you were the you one know? that was selling it, really. But he, because he, he, he had been doing it. And so once he got me over there, he had, I was the fresh meat, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so he definitely... You know, cultural appropriation. For sure. Know? Were you taking commission? But my culture was youth. He gave me, a, he broke me off a few dollars at the end, you know. Yeah. And it was unlimited Twix. One of the things that he had was, uh, he one of the gifts Twix? was, one of the gifts was Twix. Oh, shit. So you get a Frisbee, you get a little drink bottle, a sip bottle, and you get a Twix, you know. Oof. Unlimited Twix is what a perk that you had as a kid. Oh, son, I mean, when did it imagine end? Just, just one stick <laughs> after the next, dude. Just... Oh. You were chain sticking. You were chain oh, chain eating right. Twix, baby. I couldn't stop. Dude, it was crazy. But I'd get up on a table and get the fan flick. Get over here. Who wants a card? Who wants a card? And then you'd see the girls, you know, and they'd look at you, you know, and I was just getting sprung. I was just kind of, you know, hitting puberty at my time and I was feeling vibrant in my body and I fucking would see these ladies and then I'd get nervous. Then I started getting a little ashamed because my dad was so old and he would fucking fall asleep. And the credit card machine he had, like somebody had broken into his car. I think like an urban guy stabbed him one time with a uh, screwdriver at one of the colleges. Oh, Jesus it got, Christ. It got icy, bro. And they broke the the uh, the uh, Xeroxer that he had. Oh, they, so cried, they cracked it? Yeah, so we put it. But he didn't know. And so like he still put the thing in there and tried to make it cut the coffee. There's just shattered glass all around. And it just... <laughs> It became this weird, like, liability, like, you know, I was a kid and I was trying to help and I was trying to, like, have that, like, I'm working for my dad moment, but then it was such, like, a basket case. It was just, like, there was just too much going on, you know? Yeah. But it was fun, though. I mean, it was fun to go do it, you know? We'd go over there to Xavier and, uh, you know. How old were you when you were doing that? I was probably 12, I guess. You talk about that, that seeing the first girl. Do you remember your first crush? You remember who she was? Oh, dude, I remember who, who she was. Who is it? Well, it was two. There was one, the first woman, uh, girl I ever saw that I was in love with. I was in Texas. I was out there outside of, uh, you know, the largest freshwater swimming pool is in Texas. Shut up. I yeah. never heard of it. Where? 
Not sure. Yeah, that's out there though. Yeah. The and largest freshwater swimming pool, South Texas probably. Somewhere, man. They they got it. And and so I was over there and I remember doing something. Oh, my neighbor took me on a camp I don't know if it was camping. I don't know. Maybe his dad kidnapped him. I don't know what happened, but they invited me, right? Yeah, you got to come along. I got to come. And his I, I, dad yeah. was his dad wore brown onesies all the time. And uh those Dickies onesies, full body. I remember them, yeah. Yeah. You know? Where are they now? Why can't we have those now? <laughs> now oh, it's so comfortable, man. Now it's considered cultural appropriation. You wear a brown onesie, dog. You're, done, you're going bro. to fucking You're going jail. to prison. You're going to prison, not yeah, jail. Dude. Lock you up for life. You're doing yeah, hard you're time. Doing time. Dude, the cops will beat you just for fucking putting one on. <laughs> dude, how crazy is this? The, the thing a lot of kids are, are doing now, painting their friends black or brown and then leaving them places. Yeah, that's to a get prank. That's a prank by cops. now. Yeah. yeah. There's a big. Uh, that's crazy, man. There's a big new prank that's going around now that, that they, when guys pass out at parties, they, they write all lives matter on their forehead Ugh. and they put them in a black neighborhood. Oh, it's a bit, it's a big bit. Unbelievable. I don't know if it's, it's really, mean. we just had to do the balls on the cheek. You yeah. Know? It was only penises on the face. Ugh. For some reason we all drew penises so often. We were obsessed with drawing penises on our friend. And I got to tell you yeah. to this day, it's still funny. I see those pictures sometimes in my old hard drives. We take pictures of guys with penises on their head. Mm -hmm. It's never not funny. It's always funny. There's something about those childish games. Like, do you do you feel? My grandmother used to say she didn't feel. She's never felt her age. You know, she's ninety. Wow. And she said she's always felt like in like twenty three, twenty four. Do you feel like there's an age when you stopped uh, up here feeling like you were getting older? Like I know we're physically, but did you ever mentally go? I think I've stayed around this age. Only in the past year did I start to feel like something I got older or something happened to me. It just snapped over? Yeah. Like how do you how old do you feel right now? Now I probably feel about thirty six years old. How old are you now? But last year I probably felt twenty seven. You were feeling that good, huh? Wow. That's kind of good, man. You jumped almost a decade in oh, one yeah. year. It was a long, that year well, was- Well, why, why? What do you think it is? Just stress and pressure? And I think stress, man. I don't know what happened. I think just too, doing too much. You know, doing too much, just too much. I don't know if it was just too much podcasting, too much- Everything on the road. Everything. And, oh, it's just too much. What's your just, release then? What's the stress? What's going to crack that stress release for you? Now I'm trying to just manage things a little bit better. I'm trying to make sure to do things that I want to do. Right. I'm trying to space things out, um, you know, not to overwhelm myself. Like, you know, a lot of people, you know, people ask you to come pod and do different stuff. And, you know, we want to support each other and do that at the same time. Also, it's like not to isolate either. Like I'll start to isolate and get stuck in my head. Yes. Um, you know, but I think some of it was like, I think even just my diet, my self-care. I just, something happened, man. I don't know what happened to me. You've like, no, but you've never been out of shape or I've yeah. never seen you slovenly. I think I just had like a mental thing. I almost it was, up, think it was, it was a here. mental thing. Yeah. yeah. Remember that time when I told you that I was supposed to do the shows in Brea? Yeah. You know? We were sitting at the improv. It was me, you, and Joe and- Upstairs at the improv. Upstairs, yeah. And with Bert. And you were like, I'm not going to do them. Yeah. I said, I got to cancel this weekend. And by the way, let's be public about it. I yeah. supported you, didn't I? Yeah, you did. I said, if you don't want to do it, if you don't feel like doing it, you shouldn't do it. That's when people crack. Chappelle told that story about uh, when Martin Lawrence was doing uh, Blue Streak, maybe, and he ended up in the hospital because he had a stroke. 
Wow. And they couldn't, they couldn't figure, I mean, strokes are so random. You don't know it's hereditary, it's blood pressure. It's, there's a million factors. Yeah. But they said his stress levels were insane. He was holding an insane amount of tension and stress and his blood pressure was through the roof. Wow. And, and he attributed to working as hard as he was working, being pushed to the limits and it broke his body. To think that it's not a reality is silly. We we can break our bodies very easily, you know. Yeah. Your mind can be very strong or or get or get collapsed as well. But sometimes you're able to mentally trudge through something, and your body goes, "No way, I'm done. I'm I'm got to be out." So when you said you didn't want to do the Brea shows, I was like, "You shouldn't do the Brea shows, bro. If you don't want to do those things, you it was shouldn't just do weird." Them. I, and I couldn't. It was like I, I I couldn't do it. It was like I just I just hit something. Just had I just couldn't. I thought something inside of me, inside of my brain or something was going to pop. And thank God you didn't because something bad could have happened. Yeah, something bad could have happened, man. It was just, and I don't know what was going on. And so since then, I've just been trying to just like kind of pace myself and like just kind of just find ways to calm down because I want to be able to enjoy myself. I want to be able to do, you know, do good shows um, and just, and not like get burnt out. You know, I think we all, or I don't know if we all, but you know, I get like on this thing where especially when 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 work got busier in the past 2 years it's like okay well the podcast is going good like who am i in podcasting am i mm-hmm. you know what is my podcast going to be is it just like a goofy podcast is it a um you know is it a place where people come to have like learn about somebody new like a person that they don't know about yeah. like just trying to trying to learn on the fly you know instead of just being myself a lot of times what is it to you now um, I think it's getting back to be just a place where, where I'm, I, I can just learn about new people and learn about new things kind of, yeah, and just kind of share about things that are more going on in my life and associate and share, like have somebody come in. If I'm dealing with something, have somebody come in that's has the same thing going on and then we can kind of just, or maybe they're an expert in it. Maybe they're not. And connect. You know? Yeah. No, just a little good. bit more about connection or just sometimes funny, but. I guess I kind of still don't know, but I know that I'm not going to fly at 90 miles an hour trying to figure it out. That's smart. Because otherwise you crash. Oh, man. Yeah. Too many people crash, man. You know? Yeah. You and s- I want to have fun. I want it, I want it to be something that I love to do still, right. too. Well you, well, you seem to be still engaging in the in the right ways with it in terms of like it seems to be making you happy and still having a good time. You're, you're putting up videos of you back in the gym getting jacked. Are you trying to do this... Uh, are you really trying? Are you going through like a workout regimen to try to fight Brendan? Is that some? Is that real? Do I think at UFC five hundred five fifteen you could be there that I could take Brendan? Yeah, or at least go to a second round with him. Yeah, God, I would love to see that. Wouldn't you? I would love to. see Would you be it. in my corner? Oh yes, bro. Yeah, I'll be the water bottle guy, or I, or I'll be um. Nah, I'll be more than that. What do you want me to be, man? Well, you do. You will, I don't. I, 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 if I'm this gonna, is I'm, the attitude you're bringing in the ring. Man. Well, man, I just want to be supportive. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. Actually, this is the attitude I want in the ring. Yeah, I want somebody that's going to say, "No, man, you get you get out there and do yeah, it." I mean, what are you talking about? Yeah, what are you talking? You you need to get back in there. I'll yeah. put I'll put your, I'll put a cut smear. You know, I'll, yeah. I'll be the cut the cut guy. I'll this be your bicyclist. Cut guy. This coffee selling bicyclist. Yeah. You this, can't beat this, him. This snake wrangler. <laughs> you want him out there? Come on, man. This CBD mine finder. This underground CBD mine <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Is this what you want? He's an inch away from wearing a suit and tie. Take him down. <laughs> I saw when I saw the workout video, I loved it. I was like, this is, he's getting back into, because you go through these big phases. There was a time when you were huge into yoga. You, I remember that oh, yeah. you, you were huge into yoga. And yeah. then, then you got back into it. traditional working out. 
And now what are you doing now? Are you lifting weights or what are you doing? Now I'm just, well, all, all the gyms are closed. So I'm just working with a trainer now twice a week. But you go to a private thing and work out with somebody, right? Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. for me, it just, it, it helps me get, get it done. Yeah. It's like, I'd rather pay a little bit more and get it done. Because I don't even have a gym membership right now. There's no gym. I know. I cancel mine. Yeah. So I, I like bad. it, man. I get in there. You know, we do some things. We do these, you know, the baby burps and the different, you know. Up downs. Yeah. The up downs. The fucking cat mamas. We do it all. You know, and next thing you know, you're fucking jacked. <laughs> and I'm ready to fucking fist fight Brendan, dude. <laughs> with gloves on and with sanctioned. I want it to be sanctioned. No, it should be rule. The rule is enforced. We don't want it to be. We don't want it yeah. to be flimsy. No street backyard stuff. This is in the octagon, legit. Get him weighed in and yeah, feel yeah. him. But make I want him padded because I feel like he cheats at that stuff. Oh, he cheats on the weight. He stacks a little bit. Stacks for sure, right? Yeah. So I want to. Yeah, I want to see him at a. And he would have to lean out, man. He's probably two seventy right now. We say two forty. I think he's more. Yeah, two eighty five. Meet me at two forty. I would have to put on fifty pounds. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see you put on fifty pounds. Wait, what's your, what's your, well, the what? sad part is none of that's going to be height. If some of it were going to be height, that would be good. You'll just go out. But yeah, and that's the tough part, man. It's just a lot of body to manage. That's you know? a lot, but we could get you, we could get you stretched out a little bit at least, right? Yeah. I just wanted to carry part of my body around in like a garbage bag or something. Yeah, that's true. Like that's I just true. don't want to be, uh, I just don't want to What do if that. you turn, Hey, tell me this for real. Yeah. As someone who, who is in the program, right? What have you turned? A, a negative addiction into a positive addiction. Like, what do you think you took that, like if an addiction was drowning you, what's a new addiction that you think is positive that you've spun out of it? Oh, I, and I don't know if it's positive, but it's been work probably. But, but I mean, that is positive to a degree, right? You've been f- super focused on work. Yeah, but at a point it's not. So perhaps you need to find something you think that gives you that same addictive um, joy but that's positive, right? That's what I feel like a lot of people I know that are addicts being the son of one. I feel like the thing I see in addicts when I talk to a lot of addicts is if they can replace it with a positive addiction, it's it's good. You're going to yeah. be an addict, right? So we're all going to have our things, but as long as it's it's a, it's a good thing, I think work is a good thing. I'll pr- we'll work till I till I'll work till I die. Don't you think you'll work till you die? Yeah, I probably will. In here, we pour whiskey. whiskey. Are you the black sheep in your crew? I know I am. The ginge man stands out. I look like no one else, and that's a good thing to stand out. That's why I'm repping Screwball Peanut Butter Whiskey. Screwball Peanut Butter Whiskey is unique, different, smooth, tasty. I've uh, repped it before for you guys. I've told you, I really like this stuff. Uh, uh, you can use it as an after-dinner drink, an apartif to get the party started, an appetizer, if you will. Uh, it's also great on ice cream. Put it in your coffee safely. Don't. Don't go out and drink and drive. Be smart. Uh, but if you're going to have a little bit of sweet, uh, I think this is the way to do it. Uh, Screwball Peanut Butter Whiskey originated here uh, in Southern California. They're a wonderful independent company uh, that's given a lot uh, during these tough times out to people in need, uh, front to the frontline people, the hospitals, police and firefighters and more, which I respect and appreciate about a company that does stuff like that during tough times, especially because people need booze, people need support, and that's what they're into. I love Screwball. It's very it's very, uh, very sweet and smooth at the exact same time. you got to try it out. It's sold literally everywhere. 
Uh, it's the original and most awarded peanut butter whiskey. They're available literally everywhere that you can buy liquor. 70 proof screwball peanut butter whiskey is the perfect shot or perfect addition to your favorite cocktail. Pick it up at your local store. Get it delivered to your house. You don't even need to leave. Uh, ready to get screwed, go to screwballwhiskey.com for more info if you want to learn anything about the company. They do a lot of good. Enjoy it responsibly. Advertisement by Screwball Spirits, LLC, San Marcos, California. Whiskey with natural flavors and caramel color. 35% alcohol by volume. Screwball Whiskey. Pick it up. Be the black sheep. Have a sip and have a good day. Whiskey Ginger fans, if you like the sauce like the Whisk Ginge does, then you need help the next morning. Most of us have a little bit of a hangover and we don't know how to fix it. A lot of us chug the Gatorade. You like to get a sloppy, greasy burger. There's a million different things we try to do to fix it, but it's not just dehydration. There's toxic things running through your blood, toxicity in your body. You need to clear that stuff out immediately, and DHM Detox is the way to do it. If you've never heard of it, it's incredible. It's a tiny little beautiful pill. You can take two of them before or while you're drinking or after. You can take four even if you want to amp up that night if you're going till four or five in the morning. But do yourself a favor and get DHM Detox. It is very much worth it. It cleans out your body. Uh, if you feel bad the next day, you don't want any, no days wasted, get DHM Detox. It's a vitamin for people who enjoy alcohol. Um, it's phenomenal. I've used it multiple times. Uh, you can double it down, like I said, and using science to blend anti- antioxidants and vitamins to get inside of your bloodstream to make you feel good after a night of feeling good. Go to nodayswasted.co slash whiskey. Use the promo code whiskey at the checkout. You get 20% off your first order. And by the way, they got a money back guarantee. If you don't like it, you email them, say, didn't work. They'll send you your money back. So it's a no-brainer. Like I said, nodayswasted.co slash whiskey. Use the promo code whiskey at the checkout. Get yourself 20% off. DHM Detox. It's the way to do it, baby. Ginger. I like gingers. You know, that's that's why I feel like the pandemic has made so many people so mad, so angry, and there's all these forces being put into action. And you're like, how much of this is boredom versus actual anger, right? Like I saw right. a tweet the other day, um, uh, Ryan Reynolds, the actor, sold a, he sold his uh, 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 gin company for $600 million, right? Yeah. And right afterwards, uh, Alana Glazer, who is uh, from Broad City. Do you know who that? Yeah, you know her? Yeah, yeah. She retweeted it. I saw this. And wrote, Oh, now he oh, can, maybe donate, he can more. donate more than 200 grand to the NAACP because he got married at a plantation. That's really the first thought out of your mind. Like the idea that it's just gaslighting other celebrities yeah. for your own benefit. I, I feel sad. like, but I don't even think she, that's my point is, does she really mean that? Or is she just like bored and annoyed? And that's a thing to throw out there. It's just like, that's a strange thing to say. Also, here, this is my big issue, and I said this a long time ago. Brennan and I were talking about it one time. Oh God! Everybody, <laughs> sorry, I've just been through. No, that, I know, man. I know, I know. Jesus, <laughs> kind of like when Indiana Jones. Or remember that old movie when I was when I was he's trying when to he steal walks the skull. across the thing. You don't know where the <laughs> next stair is. You don't know which one's gonna fall out. That's talking to Neil, bro. It was just I'm joking, Brendan. No, he, no, but, look, no, no, no. You're not. You're not. Yeah. No, no. But he. But I was saying how like everyone is such a. Uh, Everyone's so emboldened to be on their on their uh, soapbox. You're tweeting from a phone made by Chinese kids who kill themselves every year at a rate that's unimaginable. How how noble are you really in all your exploits? That's that. Right. So, how there's none none of us. Who do you? It just the lack of empathy for it's crazy. by some humans and other humans. And a lot of times, to me, it's people 
it's ex- it's ex- it's people on the far left that really lack a lot of empathy, man. And I and I'm not, I'm not political about it, but I just don't. You see a trend, is what you. Where mean. I'm from, people really have a lot more empathy for everyone, right? No matter who they are or what political or race or whatever, I feel like. Yeah. Then here you just get there's so much, just. Just a no empathy. Like, well, quick to you attack. You can't understand that somebody. Yeah, like once you try and you don't know what somebody else's life is like, man. And just, man, I just hate seeing rich people. I hate seeing celebrities tell people how to live. Or in this case, it's just celebrities fighting with each other, which is even stranger to me. Just, what a what a what? Because guess what? Neither of those parties are actually going to engage. Right. Right. The people are just going to get annoyed about it, and it's going to create this thing down below. Which is even more interesting. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah, is that the that the that us fucking minions just end up fighting about it? Right. You know? Them. They're up yeah. there. She's rich too. Yeah. She doesn't fucking care. She, they're really never going to communicate about yeah, that. Yeah. Why doesn't she just go and make a donation though? That's what I understand. Right. Like if that's your thing, why don't you just go make that donation? And she'll say because I didn't sell my gin company for six hundred million dollars. Right. And then he'll say, well, then you should have got a fucking gin company ten years ago. And maybe you could sell it for six hundred million dollars. But you sold your soul to Hollywood. How much is that? You know, how what is that worth? Right. I like how she said it because he, he got he got uh, for people that don't know the story you should look it up. He, he got married apparently on what was a plantation at one point, uh, and he felt guilt about it. The irony of that is is if you're gonna if you're gonna feel guilty about everything that a slave a slave built. You're going to have to rip down a vast majority of the United States of America. Yeah, and you're also going to have to leave a lot of shit up. I mean, yeah. slaves didn't build that much shit. Well, they, they built a lot of shit. They built a lot of shit, but right. how are you going to know? What, what are you going to? You're going to only delineate which buildings are built by slaves or property that was owned by people that owned slaves. Okay, you're going to tear down the pyramids? Yeah. Are you going to rip down the pyramids or were they built by aliens? I don't, you tell me. And everything, if, if then the, the, you could go back to then everything should be. We all, if you want to go back to Native American, we're all living on Native American. Yeah, we land. stole it. We stole it anyway, and they stole it from aliens. That's exactly right. Aliens first, natives twice. So, and there's a lot of people that say that, and you can look that up. Yeah. So, what I'm saying is, what are we going to do <laughs> at this point? We should just all give our money to the Me. aliens or to Mormons. Well, the same thing. They're the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> you, I've seen that church. That that thing does not need to be that high in the sky, bro. Because they're communicating. People get Mormons a hard time, dude. I'd be Mormon in a heartbeat, bro. Yeah, you moved to Utah? Oh, beautiful women. Beautiful women. You get women. to be tall. Yeah, they're all tall. Yeah. You know, they're what? very welcome. Well, closer to God. Go to, yeah, go to the um <laughs> tabernacle, man. That thing is like a damn Neapolitan sandwich. They There's are they every are color su- person in there, bro. <laughs> they're the sweetest people. They really are. Yeah. You can have different wives if you want, different husbands. I know I spent I spent Christmas in Park City this past year. We took a train ride through town. Yeah. It was the cutest train ride I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. It was the cute, sweetest. Everyone was nice and polite. No one, no one budged or pushed or pulled or yelled or complained. Why do you think that is? Why do you think they're so calm? Because they know they're they know they're going to be okay in the end. Well, I think you have a lot of people in this world that don't have any faith, you know, and don't have any, and that's why there's a lot of gross people in Hollywood. You know, that's why there's a lot of gross people because, and in the world, I think because this is it for them. You th- you mean like that? This is the one life, and they believe. They, yeah. They, are you are you deep this in the faith? It. Huh? Are you deep in your faith? I mean, I have a faith. I mean, I believe that there's more to life my than existence this? than this. Yeah. Right. So, so I'm I'm playing a long. I'm playing twenty innings. You know. Yeah. You want to keep it rolling. Yeah. And some of these angry bitches is out here fucking playing. You know. This is that, it. Hoping there's a rain delay at seven. You know, because <laughs> they don't care. 
So that for me, that's a part right. of things. Sometimes if I meet somebody and they have no faith at all, or they're not thinking long term, part of me sometimes it's and it doesn't really have to be a Catholic or Baptist, or it sure. doesn't have to be denominational. But I think sometimes if they don't have a belief in something bigger than themselves, yeah, then how could they not be living in a space of just greed, just you know, just pointing fingers? They're always right. It just too many. When somebody's always right, man, fuck them. They can be right without me, bro. I just don't. So faith, faithless are the are the most flawed. Well, it just. I don't. I'm not disagreeing with you. No, I know you're I'm, not. Yeah, I, I think I think it's an interesting perspective. I just I don't know if they're the most flawed, but I don't know how easy it will be. It can be sometimes to really relate to each other, right? Because you're you're living completely different perspectives like atheists right that believe believe that uh it's all the bullshit short game. and short game yeah the guys that get up there and want to bunt yeah dude <laughs> i'm out bro i just want to get on the bag i'm yeah, just looking to get on the bag that's it really oh uh, yeah atheism just seems here here's the thing i think it's a risky belief it's like going all in before you see your cards you right. know like you, got uh, a two, you have a two and a six and you're you're fucking putting the pot in. I have too big of an of an imagination to be an atheist. I just sure. I think that's I think that's correct. It's just a. I think it's hard to be an atheist if you've touched enough, if you've traveled or seen or touched enough. And by touched enough, I mean like involved yourself in other people, people's cultures. And I think once you've done that, you go, it's really hard to think nothing exists. It's really strange. Yeah. Once you've touched enough, it'd be strange to go to that many places and eat different people's foods and listen to their language, their culture, their problems, their happiness, their sadness, and then still go, no, this is all an accident. Yeah. I just, it seems strange. You have every right to feel that way if that's how you fucking feel. I think it just seems a little lost. Now, if you grew up in this very tiny little bubble and you never left your bubble and that's all you knew and saw, yeah, maybe it's more feasible to me. But we, when we travel for a living, even traveling here just in the U.S., yeah, you go enough places, you go, wow, it's a different, it's a different world just a state away. People feel and think and view differently in just one one little state away. Just go to fucking Arizona, different state, Nevada, different state, Colorado, diff, very different. I mean, that that to me starts to you start to see different lines of people's lives. And to me, it, it makes me go, well, something's got to be, I don't know what it is. I'm not smart enough, but I know it's oh, a thing. Oh, no. And we may know one day, um, or Joe Rogan might tell us. Rogan does know. But and it's annoying. He point, keeps it in that fucking pod <laughs> thing. He sleeps in that water thing. That's where the, he gets the, the drippings of knowledge come from there. Too. <laughs> oh, dude, I saw him one time eating things out of, eating facts out of a glowing bag one time. Really? Yeah, totally. Because I've heard this and I've never seen it before. Totally, man. It's in his glove He's box. He's endless. You know, he says he loves to play pool. It's not. The crack of the balls gives him the secrets. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, I've heard it a few times. And I, it's I'm like, like what is Zeus that? with the planets. That's exactly right. Yeah. When they smash, <laughs> then he gets all this knowledge. It's really insane. I'm like, is this, do I use this one to break? He's like, no, that's Neptune. <laughs> that goes back in the formation. <laughs> oh. He's leaving. That dude's going to Austin. You know why? I know. You know why? Yeah, tax money. Tax money. It's really- Good for him. It's one of the same reasons why I'd love to- Well, here's the thing. I- well, I don't Tennessee, want to pay those taxes. Tennessee, right? Yes, no state taxes. I know. Can I come with you? How about this? Can yeah. I at least register my business out of your address in Tennessee? Yeah. Do it shady that. style. I used to, dude, I used to know, I'm not going to call them out. A couple of pro athletes, they only bought cars in Nevada oh, yeah. or Texas. They did it the right way. That's they're the way like, to do like, it. No, my houses are there, man. 
Florida, same thing. All the golfers, the people know, my fans know I love golf. It's a nerdy sport. People make fun of me all the time. It's a dork white guy sport. But they're so smart with their money because they all have, they only live in Florida. You can golf all year round, but it's more mm-hmm. for the money because they could live in Southern California. They could live in Arizona, but none of those places have state income, ta- free state income tax. They all house it down in Florida. Well, the eight, the, yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, that's a big, that's one of the big reasons. Money. And there's some other reasons too. I think I just want a little bit more semblance of what everyday life is like. You want some normalcy. It's so, at a certain point, it's just too disconnected for me to just spend as much time here. I don't think I used to mind it as much because I was traveling a lot. So Same. I get to be in other places. Same. But now I've just been here yeah. and it has just been, I feel like it's just been deadening to my, it's just been deadening to me. Well, it w- this wakes you up, right? But at, what's interesting to me is in 10 years, we're all going to look back and I want to see all the intricate stories of people that had different kinds of jobs and what this exposed about their life and their job. It exposed for us, it's kind of tough to live in this city when you're not working in this city and work and you're on, not on the road. If we can't do stand up here at night and get in our fix and you definitely can't travel, then it makes you reevaluate what this place means to you, right? Yeah. I wonder what that does for other humans that have lost their form of income or their communication to friends and family and work. I, that to me is going to be very interesting in 10 years to see what, how people's lives change. I mean, dude, it breaks my fucking heart. We live in a neighborhood that is a lot of mom and pop shops. And we try to go support as many mom and pops as we can, okay? I'm not getting on a pedestal, mm-hmm. but we do a good job. I go buy local shit. I go to a, a local hardware store. I try oh, yeah, to, get you a local, yeah. Local shit. I local try my ham, best. Local ham, local But you know what? They're all failing. They're all drowning. And it's so crazy. And it makes me think, this is what we're going to come down to. It's like we're going to fail the most American core of this country if we can't get rid of this thing. Because these people can't stay open, man. They can't afford it. No. It makes me sad watching them set up. You're like, you know, they make probably one-tenth of what they usually make. So, yeah, I don't know. I think it's reevaluating our lives, which which in your case, it's been a beautiful thing, man. Because I'm telling you, I, I said this as a friend, honestly. The sound of your voice made me feel joy for the day. Mm. It made me go, damn, dude, that's, you know. Well, I walked down the street. I noticed this, too. This for me, Andrew, and, uh, you know, is... Oh, I'm sorry. That's all right. You get unbuttoned. On yeah. this show, that's what happens. You get it's unbuttoned. Something like gas. I'm running out of gas on the way here. So, <laughs> well, how'd you get gas on your arm, bro? Huh? Putting it in the tank. The wind going by. The trucks going by. Spraying it. Did you? Uh, did you? You know how to siphon? Did you ever learn how to siphon oh, as yeah. a kid? Did you ever do it? Did you ever siphon someone's oh, yeah, gas? Dude. Yeah, we did that as a kid. Get that fucking hot jaw, dude. That shit. <gasps> you gotta spit it out fast. Yeah, it's risky, man. <laughs> that's risky. What did you say when you walked down the street? What did you realize? Uh. You know, there's so much fear out here mm. that I feel like I just feel it constantly. And I start to think that everything's that way. And I'm used to being in a place where you don't have, like, you don't, where you're not taught to be afraid of your neighbor, really. Uh and here, I feel like, I don't know if it's taught or if it's just something that's, no matter where I am out here or even who I'm with, mm. I always feel alone a little bit. Wow. That's tough. But, and I, I think, I think a lot of people do. 
I think it's a gen. I think it's, and, and I can't figure it out. People say, oh, well, it's the traffic. It's, it could be that it's too many people. I don't know what it is, but there's a I vibe think here. I'm glad to have a little bit of a, of a different semblance of where when you see someone, they mean something. Well, just you know, because it, uh, yeah. they are a human being and so are you. Hmm. And that's a vibe that I don't get here very often. And that I think somebody like me really needs to, needs to operate better because, you know, I don't know if I was a, if I suffered from addiction before. I mean, I know I always had some real problems with loneliness and the way I felt and shame and stuff like that and self-loathing. But, you know, sometimes I don't know if I lived here, if I would have have as, as many issues sometimes, you know. I understand that. Uh, There's also a parallel to what you do for a living too that also doesn't help, right? The 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 idea that you are putting yourself out there on a constant it is a this is a rewarded business on recept reception and reward. We want you want to claim, you want people to want you want want to listen to you and watch you and watch mm-hmm. you perform and and make a career along with the fan base and that comes at a weird cost, right? This is not a new thing that's been going on for Right, it a comes long at a cost time. and it all does. It all evens out. That's what's amazing about everything is that it, it, there's a cost to everything. You know, you can give, you can become the most famous person in the world, but that person is not allowed really to speak their mind. Like if it's through Hollywood, they're not allowed to speak their mind. They're not, right. they risk every word. They risk losing everything. Unless you've built it on your own. Right. A guy like Rogan has nothing to lose. Right. You know, they, they've tried a thousand times and he just, he, he, do, he doesn't even know what happened. Like that's how disconnected, because when you build it on your own, yeah. They can't criticize it, right? It's too hard. Yeah, but now they're finding, I mean, look, they're finding ways to to pull people down. But I guess until the end, if there's no, yeah, you just have to keep going, you know? Yeah, you, and you know what? You have to focus on, again, like we said before, is like you have to focus on what's making you feel better. Because if it's making you feel worse, there's no reason to do it anymore. If the pandemic's taught us anything, it's that none of us, Eric Griffin, I was talking the other day. He's like, I'm not going to do shit that I don't want to do. I'm not going to be nice to people that aren't nice to me. I'm not, I'm not going to do things that don't make me feel right, good and healthy and happy. Yeah. Because he said, I was doing things for other people that didn't respect me and didn't like me, didn't appreciate me. Mm. And he said, I'm no longer going to do that. A beautiful man, bro. Yeah. For his size and his height. Yeah. And his body style, man. He has a very rare body style. It is. It's a, you it's, know, it's, he looks you, like he could play power forward underwater. That's what he has that style kind of. You know what I'm saying though? <laughs> yeah, bro. He's got a very he um that. he's a he's got a fluid physique. Yeah. The fluid physique is what we call it. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a sweet is a, a a sweet man, but also someone that I've learned a few lessons from. Honestly, like as somebody that I've as a friend, if we've gone we've grown closer and closer and closer over the years which is strange. A lot of my friends I, I've gone either the other way or stayed pretty stagnant with. And, and him and I grow closer because can I can you hear me. All right. I can't hear you at all. I can't hear you at all. I'm, I don't have headphones. in. Oh, my bad, man. Sorry. <laughs> I was thinking like, why can't he hear me? But he can, I can hear you. Okay. You're right here. I mean, do you sound good to the audience? Give him a check. One, two to the micro. Check, check. They hear it. Okay. Uh, when you said that though, by the way, that brought up something the other day, I ran into Chris Spencer. Do you know, Chris? Oh yeah. And Chris and I, pandemic or not gave us the biggest hug he gave me the biggest app and the biggest hug because i hadn't seen him in a long time and it just made me feel so good to see someone that i recognized mm. and we were laughing and joking and i think when you find the right people to do that with mm-hmm. it makes um the downfalls of this business or this city or whatever you want to say worth it because there are people that i'm like 
genuinely glad to see, you know? Oh yeah. No, I think there's stuff like that. I think, but it's more rare. I feel it's, definitely but it's like, more you rare. have to, it's like on locate, you have to travel to it. It just sure. feels a little bit more. Sure. Like, I don't know. I, and I just want to have the best of both worlds and you're going to get it. And so that's what I'm going for now. Is that realistic? I have no idea. I think so. But the good thing is, is that I don't have to be, you know, I can be back and forth, you know. Are you taking we, Nick? No, we need a studio here, so we have to have. Well, you're going to get a Nick out there. Yeah. What's his name? Not sure. We got to find I gotta, him. I got to get a Nick. You got to get a Nick out there. Yeah. Because he's obedient. He's wonderful, Nick. Yeah. Now, does he sleep at the studio or what is he? Sometimes is he, he does. Because he, he doesn't I've go seen home. in there. I've snuck in there and does seen he have snack a home? trails Nick? and little bottle, you know, water bottles of urine. Uh, oh, he's peeing inside? You know? I hope so. It's a bathroom right around the corner, though. Yeah, but it's far. <laughs> it's always far when you have to pee. That kid's one of those guys that's fascinating. In the same way that, like, Jamie is fascinating for Rogan. Because mm-hmm. they, they're both very nice, cool, good guys. Also could be murderers. I would never know the difference. Oh. I so wouldn't. good behind the scenes. Oh, I could easily see one day me having to go to go to court for Nick. Yeah, and, and he's still, you know, he does Nick's picks now. He does uh, his UFC picks. How how is he doing numbers wise? He's doing great. I I've picked some rough weekends to follow him. I'm down about maybe about nine hundred dollars right now. He's clipping you that hard. But he no, it's not me against him. It's just me following. His oh picks. oh, <laughs> but it's on his Twitter. You can find it. I think Real Nick Davis is is his Twitter, but. He's, he loves, he just says, tail at your own risk. He's just a degenerate gambler, but he gets into it and he's got some good picks, man. He had a, a he, he picked a submission this weekend that I went on and really, but you, you know what I'm noticing with the gambling stuff, man, uh, all of that, it takes me out of my element. It takes my brain power away. Cryptocurrency is 24 hours a day. Are you doing crypto? I'm in crypto right now and I don't know if I can handle it, man. How much money is in crypto right now for you? Mm, I'd say probably about 6,000. What's the, is that, I'm too stupid. I, is that, do people have a lot of money in crypto right now? They might. To me, that is a lot of money and it is in Because it used to be big, right? And then it went away and then it went up again. Then it went down again. What's the guy's name that's a card player? Jennifer Tilly's husband. She's also a famous card. You know Jennifer Tilly, the actor. She's now Mm-mm. a poker player on the World po- Poker oh, Tour. wow. Phil, Phil Helmuth. I might be wrong. Oh yeah, Phil Helmuth. I think that's Phil it. Phil Helmuth, yeah. Helmuth, Helmuth? Helm. Helmuth, Helmuth, California. I was on an airplane. Uh-huh. And they were sitting in front of me and he was on the phone doing that thing that does very much bother me when somebody's like, yeah, the deal's 25, but I'll take 40. I'll take 40 if that's where we get to. And he's talking money and he's yelling loud. I don't like that. that. I don't like when people talk money out loud. Mm -hmm. My dad, when I was a kid, he was like, don't talk about money. Losers talk about money. Yeah, I did it a couple of weeks ago and I still feel bad about it. (laughs) Nah, don't. And and he was talking loud about it and it was all Bitcoin stuff. And Mm. I- and I just didn't, I thought, well, maybe that, maybe he knows what he's talking about, but it sounded like there was so much money at one point and then none at all. So you all day online, you're looking at Bitcoin shit? No, I'm not all day online. Now, usually I just do look at my Ameritrades on, you know, Monday and Wednesday. But what happened now is with uh, Bitcoins, it's 24 hours. So it's crazy. So it's There is like, no market. Yeah. The market's never ending. So it's just, you can check in at any moment. Like check in right now. What are we at right now? Okay. Right now, my you go to TD Ameritrade is the one that runs Bitcoin. No, I got Coinbase app. Coinbase. Uh, let me see what I got right here. And right now, I have some. I don't know why this is because there was. I know at one point people were cashing out big. 
So a lot of people yeah, made I a lot of that money. Point. You did? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like every other freaking regular dude in America. About four years ago, I lost $2,000 in Bitcoin. That's a- in crypto. That's every man I know. But that's not that bad. It's not that bad. It's not, I'm it's down not 5% in the last hour since I walked in here. One hour? Mm-hmm. Really? So Orchid, my Orchid tokens. The flower? At, I'm not sure. Are at 58 cents right now. And then my Algo tokens actually are up half of a percent. What dictates the growth of a Bitcoin no market? Idea. No idea. That's good to know. Good to know. No idea. <laughs> no idea. Dude. Honestly. Like, you know what the market dictates, right? It's the sale of physical products. Right. I think so. But I also think the market basically is what is already, it's almost like people's reactions are already priced always into the market. So by the time you look at the market, you're trying to think, what are people going to think it next? Already, it already happened. Yeah. The market is what already happened. Yeah. But the point of the market is it can still based on the economy's influx of a product or the lack of a product. This, I'm too dumb to understand because yeah. there is no product. There is no physical thing, right? Yeah. You're betting, I mean, on, you're betting on air. You're betting on air, yeah. You're basically just betting on different pieces of air. That's so cool though. So, But how sexy do you think that you're betting on air? Because um, you could catch some good air. Yeah, you can, and look, now you can catch some good air, man. I mean, there's, <laughs> you know, that's the thing. Overnight, things go up 300%, you know? And so, then what, when do you sell? When's the moment that you're like, I'm out? So I got to get out soon because I'm just tired of looking at it. And I'm starting to realize it just monopolizes my time. And were you when you said that, were you was gambling becoming a problem before too with the UFC shit? Were you get, putting too much money down? No. Because you have too many friends in the UFC now. You're friends with too many fighters. Are you betting on your friends all the time? No, I bet a little bit on them, but it's very, it's like $100. Like I was going to say, because that can be dangerous. Oh, that'd be extremely dangerous. Emotion, emotional betting is very bad betting. Yeah. And it's, and I, I've, I, I'm not a good better. If Same. I trash, really, so, I am remarkably shit. And I noticed even if I bet against what I was going to bet on, I, I lose that. Still also. lose. Yeah. Dude, I, I used to play <laughs> fantasy football. I quit because I lost every time I would get, and I was like, oh, I got all the right guys. Boom. I, they would all get injured. I wouldn't trade. I'd get over it. I could never do it, man. I was never good. Did you ever yeah. play fantasy or no? Oh yeah. I played it, man. I got over it. I couldn't I do it. it. And then people, yeah, I just, somebody said they're going to shut it down because it's too much like slavery. People are saying, you know, what is, oh, oh, trading players fantasy, and doing yeah. all that shit. What are you having? What are you taking? Half a book. A Zanny? Mm-mm. What'd you take? I'm trying to get more blood flow to the sea roch, baby. Oh, this podcast doesn't end like that. You're taking a like a, a, a pee pee pill? An upper. It's just an Indian one. It's from India. It's a light one. It's What's it called? What is it called? Huh? What is it called? It doesn't have a name. It just comes in like a name. You're cracking a pill from India and you just throw it in the throat? I've taken them all. I've taken them for years, man. I crack about half of one twice a week. And it's to get the pump downstairs. Yeah, and it's nothing. It's nothing crazy. You're not going to go be a raper. You know, it's more like a uh, <laughs> just something to be like, oh yeah, all to right. wake you up a little bit. Yeah, just something to keep the. Do you have a date later? No, just something to keep the cavities. You know, you just want to remind the ballast uh, that it works for the boat. You know what I'm saying? I, I got to tell you, I got I got my old man. I I have the old my old man's disease. Yeah. My old man one time. We were sitting around. My dad said something, made a joke about there was a Viagra commercial. He was like, you don't have to worry about that. I said, why? He goes, I, it's in our blood. We're still good. Really? Yeah. And I thought, okay, dad, honestly, right now you you fucking, you sneeze the right way. I might get a hard on. Oh, wow. So you're really one of those guys with the erection. I can get a hard on it. If, uh, if I'm thinking about going home and I'm thinking about piping the old bag on the way home, I might get hard. Oh, Christ. Thinking about it. I I don't know what it is. 
That's my crazy, my diet like. isn't indicative of that. Of that, it's not like I'm eating something. I'm not eating very healthy or doing all the things. It's just I've always been. I can get it. You want a lot of salt palmetto or something? Mm-hmm. Ashwagandha. Are you really? I'm an ashwagandha right now. Huh. B12 ashwagandha. Uh, daily vitamin. Um, what else am I on? That's it. How many pills are you on? Do you think you, are you taking a lot of pills right now? No, I would say I'm on antidepressants. Which one? I'm not sure, but I've been on it for about 21 years. I was. But on... My goal is to try and get off in the next two years. Do you ever take Zoloft? Oh yeah, dude. That... I came. I I took Zoloft the first batch that came out. I, I took one of, I took warm. the early ones too. The pills were still warm, dude. They were one soft side in the was middle. burned. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they were good, bro. Yeah, I took I took them for dude, a while. Dude, I could drink 20 gin and tonics, dude. Wake up in the morning, help my buddy wash his boat. <laughs> <clears throat> I used to and still meet a beautiful girl. Yeah. And yeah. function. What else? What else are you taking? Dude, I made love to a girl one time and she was supposed to <laughs> give me a ride across the country the next morning. And I, at like 6 a.m. I had to dismantle a waterbed that, and it still had water. How'd you get, how do you get that out? Bro, I had to get a hose, Poke it hook and it run? to and hang it out the window. Finally, I just said, this is going to, we got to go. We got to go. We got to flood the apartment. I just, no, I left it going out the window, the hose and this. We hit the road, yeah, but but she left me. But it was uh, how many relationships have you ended versus how many have ended you? Man, I have a bad habit in them. You end them fast? No, 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 no. I don't get into them. If I find myself in them, I stay in them for a long time, and I'm not a good boyfriend. What do you? Why? Why not? Why are you not a boyfriend? Probably cheating. I would say is the number one answer. But are you? But is it is it because you just the wandering eye and you can't, or is it because it's wandering dick? But, I think. Wandering dick, but you don't want to commit. I don't want to commitment is my biggest problem. Yeah, in, in every facet. You think you'll ever uh, you you'll ever slow uh-uh. the boat and park it and drop anchor? No, no marriage. I no think kids. I will do that. Yeah, At I some think point. it's going to be a it's going to be a battle because it's not that I can't do it. Well, it is. It's that I physically have a problem doing it. Right. You know. Because your old man was a late bloomer. He had you old, right? Did he have kids before you? Yeah. He had three kids before me, two kids after me. You'd be a good pop, dude. You should do it. You know how fun you'd be as a pop? Yeah. In Nashville? Well, anywhere, yeah. Ladies, if you're out there in Nashville. Nobody ladies listen to this podcast. Yes, they do. We have a pretty good lady base. Really? But they're all in Canada for some reason. God, I dude, now. I will, I will marry a woman sight unseen from Canada or Australia. Canadians, Canadians, for some reason, and they create a different breed up there. They're wonderful people. Oh, I've said it a million times. The women up there are I gorgeous. I told them about you when I went up there. You were, oh, yes. I said, hey, you got to see this guy. Honestly, the like, Canadians. What is, he? what is he? I said, you just got to see him. He's like, a well, Tell us about him. <laughs> I said, he's just tall. He's, you know, got electricity in his skin. He's pale, see-through. Bad yeah. skin, skin. He's got skin. Yeah, skin. Yeah, he looks like a guy that kind of like was near a fire, but just did, for a couple hours. Yeah, didn't save anybody, but stood out there, <laughs> just warming up. But did get a video. <laughs> yeah, but videoed it with his phone. <laughs> yeah. Canadian women are gorgeous. Canadian men horrendous. What is that? Why are the men so ugly from but Canada? But they're kind. No, they're, they're the sweetest the men. Heart, well, and they get beautiful women. Every Canadian couple I've ever seen, the guys a six, the girls a nine. Every single time in America. Well, in England, mm. shout out England, the great country, men are handsomer. 
Yeah. Well, no one. Yeah. I would say across the board in England, most people are just, I don't like, they're just, it's. Oh, come on. I don't like the way they look. Really? I don't like the way they look. Dude, I'm ready to, I am so ready. I fell in love with a British girl when I was over there. I fell in love with a British girl and she used to make fun of uh, American girls. She used to go, they all look like horse faces. They've all got horse faces, horse teeth. And I didn't notice it until I came back. Oh, and yeah. And all girls have this thing. You know, this. they have like high lip in America. Mm-hmm. This is like a gummy thing. But a lot of girls here look like horses. That's real. That was a British girl. Well, they, more, they got them more pudding babes over there. They got that more. Uh, bread pudding babes. Yeah, they got them yeah. more. They, the little Reuben-esque little fucking. Uh, yeah, cherubus. Yeah. <laughs> Cherubic bitches. They yeah. got them real little cherubs over there, bro. Them little if snack you, If you had to move to another country outside of the U.S. On, you know, Australia. That's it, huh? Yeah. Why Australia? There's just something. The vibe is right for you, and it's a little bit of everything. It's a. They got the beach. They got the land. They got <laughs> crime. You know, they're criminals at heart. They are, and criminals. we're all criminals at heart. We're all these broken things that are just. You know, we're just out here in this spiritual lost and found man. And I, I feel like when I go over there, oh, this is, this is the lost and found. This is the people that were. They sent them over there. They didn't think they were good, you know. Right. They were the, they were the prisoners, the outcasts, yeah. and the and the trouble. And they said, "All right, we'll show you." And there's some complete BAs, man, badasses. Yeah, they are. You, you know, what they about got New rugby. Zealand? They got champions. Do you mess with New Zealand? Oh, I didn't go over there last time I went, but I do think about going again. And next time I will not miss out. I'm. I want to go. So I've trip. never been, and I have a fan base that is down there that said, "Hey, come, come, come!" And I've never been able to go. And I spoke to you last time. We were in the parking lot of the store. We were. And I said I want to go to the Melbourne Comedy Festival. You, you always, you're one of those guys that's always like, I talked to you here, and this happened, and I never remember if I it remember happened it. or not. Yeah, I remember but it's, it. If, even if it didn't, it's such a good skill because I'm like, fuck, man. We were in, we were in Little Rock, Arkansas. You and I. Siphoning gas out of that guy's '96 Camaro. Mm-hmm. You punch the clerk. Mm-hmm. I stabbed that chick. Remember, mm-hmm. she bled out. Oh yeah, we beat I that guy her. with a cell with a, with a cell phone. Yeah, and then we skipped town. Yeah, she had yeah. a Roy Orbison T-shirt on. She did. It was torn at the bottom mm-hmm. because she had stolen it from the girl that she had beaten to death. She had bludgeoned a woman to death with a two by four. Yeah, I remember that so vividly. And she said she was going to be on Unsolved Mysteries, and she lied. Never was on. She was on Forty Eight Hours. Yeah. This is the thing. If you're going to lie to me on being on TV, better lie the right way. I had a girlfriend of mine, uh, a good girlfriend of ours that was, uh, when she was a kid, she saw her grandmother on Cops. Ooh, that'd be awesome. Wild. Yeah, and then now Cops is gone. They took it away. Burr and I talked extensively about how the media has politicized the virus. They make you feel like if you're this way, you're this way. And if you're that way about it, you're that way. Like if you say, I don't love wearing a mask, but I'm willing to do it, right? Just to do it. Then someone can go, what are you what are you, a fucking lefty cuck? You bowing down to the... And you're like, no, I just... I'm not playing a political role. I'm I'm anal- analyzing what makes sense to me as a human. Yeah. But they politicized it so much that now it's an angle. There is no truth. Like we talked about at the beginning of this podcast. What mask should I wear? There is no truth. It's just... What category do you fit into politically and they can yell at you for doing the right or the wrong thing in their mind? Yeah. That's it. And at the end of the day, we're all just trying our best and we're all just trying to show each other love and figure it the fuck out and survive. And that's even, I was thinking about atheists, man. Like there is one thing that I kind of admire in a little bit about atheists is that there's part of them that's saying this is all of it. That this is, that shouldn't expect This is the game. 
Sure. That there's only four quarters. You know what I'm saying? There's right, no- there's, it. there's no overtime. Right. So there's something also that's powerful in that. That's like, you know, like, even though it's not really my thing, and I think it, it can have different, it can, uh, the, some of the same ideas can affect somebody's- uh, other views of the world sure. and, and life and interaction with other humans and species. But I do, but there's part of it that I respect to say, man, I'm, you know, it's all on the line right here. Well, yeah, look, I, I like, I don't, unless they're evil doers, unless they're saying, you know, I'm just, I'm here and it doesn't matter. I'm here. Yeah. And it doesn't matter. Right. And I'm just here to do evil. I'm here to do this yeah. and yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, yeah, Ronda yeah, yeah. and steal this. Right, right, right. Well, I, I've said this before. I've recommended this before, and people have people have adhered to it. But I'll do it again because I think I'm going to recommend it to you. Right. Some there's a book called Some, Some, and it's basically uh, what it's trying to detail mm-hmm. is for those of us that believe, for those of us being the royal us that believe that there is no afterlife, you should look at now as your own heaven and hell. That is kind of the perspective of, of what he's saying in a million different ways. He's saying, if you believe in nothing else, yeah, you shouldn't wait to find out. Then you should believe that this is going to be your heaven and hell on earth. Mm. You should cherish this moment as your heaven or your hell. Your tough times are going to be your hell here and your good times are going to be your heaven here. And if nothing more exists, then just know you make your own heaven and hell right here, right now. So how you dictate your future, whether or not you move to Nashville to get those things in your life that make you feel mentally and physically more secure or happy or solid or whole, that is you trying to enter your own heaven here on earth Mm. because you can make your own hell and you can make your own heaven. It's a choice. We make a lot of our own choices. Well, I believe that too, man. It's a good book. Read some. Um, Some, S-O-M-E? S-U-M, S-U-M, some. It's a brilliant- I I spelled it, huh? I'm going to give you a- No, it's Okay. You didn't win the B. You didn't win the spelling B. You were you're Helena up. King won our spelling B. What was her name? Or Big Helena. I don't know what her last name Helena, was. Helena? Big Helena. First pregnant girl to win a spelling bee in our region. Really? Yeah. How thick was fifth she? Fifth grade. Fifth grade? But she was held back. She was older. She was still like 18 in fifth grade. No, she was probably 16. Okay. Right there. <laughs> yeah, I she, guess. She won. I mean, give or take two years. Yeah, 16 minus 18. Well, um... Let me say this, Theo Vaughn. I've loved you for a long time. Yeah. Oh, this ending, like one of Bobby's bullshit endings where he says something rattles off some BS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Let's hear it. I've loved you for a long time. Today's guest. One of my favorite bits that you ever did. I'm going to do one of your bits to you because it always makes me smile because we have spiders outside of my garage and we always have black widows. And to this day, your Black Widow joke, whether or not we ever know each other at the end of our lives, will make me smile at the very end of my life because it's the one of the funniest, simply well-written jokes that I've ever heard. That's I'm just giving you a compliment, and that's it to end the show. Thanks, man. Yeah, my buddy got bit by a Black Widow, dude. Yeah. She was in her 40s. Outside of a bus stop, dude. Yeah. <laughs> dude, it's so funny you say it that. Makes, sometimes war- I, I don't even feel funny heart. sometimes that, anymore. That, it makes my heart... Every time I hear about the, the guy today was by the, by the house today and he goes, oh, Black Widow's, the uh, the uh, the male dude, you know, Black Widow's out by that garage I seen. I go, I know. And I hear Black Widow and I immediately think of you saying, my buddy got blipped by Black Widow. She was in her 40s. It was at a bus stop. She was angry for no reason. That's yeah. what you used to say. She was uh, angry funny. for no reason. It made me smile. All right. We end the show the same way. Okay. 
you look directly into the camera, that yeah. one, that one on the left, okay. look directly into the camera and you say one word or one phrase to take us home when I get off camera. When you're ready, go ahead. Goodbye. In here, we pour whiskey, 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 whiskey. Oh, that creature in the ginger beard. Sturdy ginger. Like vampires, the ginger gene is a curse. Gingers are beautiful. You owe me $5 for the whiskey and $75 for the horse. Gingers are hell no. This whiskey is excellent. Ginger. I like gingers.